Welcome to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Blarney podcast. Coming up in this week's show, we review last week's game versus Harlequins. And we look forward to a busy few weeks for London Irish with the upcoming St. Patrick's Party and European Challenge Cup quarterfinal. Last week, London Irish travelled to the Stoop to face Harlequins in the Aviva Premiership. It was a close-fought game. James Short and Tom Fowley both showed their pace to bag a try each, but in the end it was the boot of Nick Evans that proved the difference, as Quinns claimed a 26-20 victory. Drew, what did you make of the game? I think, from a London Irish point of view, it's a, a matter of going into a game and getting something out of it again. Now, speaking to Glenn Delaney and Richard Whiffen after the game, they were both fairly disappointed with the in performance. A little bit of a lack of intensity. Quinns had a lot of time on the ball, which allowed them to play their offloading game, and Irish didn't pressure that ball enough. But at the same time, you've come away with a 26-20 defeat. You get a losing bonus point, and you had a shot at the end there to win the game. So when all said and done, clearly you're disappointed that you've not played well, but at the same time, you've taken something out of the game, which if we look at three, four months ago, that possibly wasn't something that we were doing. So positives to take away, but obviously uh, Glenn and Richard will both be looking for an improved performance in two weeks at the St. Patrick's party. And Irish have claimed points in all four of their last Premiership games. Obviously, the win against Welsh and then losing bonus points in the other three. What is it that they need to improve to go one step further against bigger teams in securing all the points? Well, I think if we're sitting here, and we're, if we're honest, they could have won all four games. Um, composure, that's something we've spoken about all season. I think Irish were brilliant against Welsh. Welsh weren't at the races that day and Irish ran them ragged. Uh, composure at times and in big moments against the bigger teams. Unfortunately, we're at one end of the table, they're at another end. I think that probably has an impact with decisions and refereeing and whatnot. Um, but the, the key thing is Irish are closing the gap, and that's important. And another positive from the game was not only the manner in which both James Short and Tom Fowley scored their tries, both long-distance efforts, showing their, showing their pace. And we did a vote during the week to see what the fans saw were their favourites and you voted landslide for Tom Fowley's effort stepping Nick Easter to score under the posts talking of Tom Fowley Drew he had a great game and has now got his England under 20s call up yeah Tom was brilliant he started in the centre then moved out to the wing um, very accomplished performance but James Short as well James Short was brilliant he took his try very well very opportunistic uh, the balls come to Shane and obviously it was the Quinns throwing don't forget so the uh, you know the Quinns backline are all up. Ross Chisholm's had to drop back. Obviously, he's made a meal of it. James Short's wanted it more, but finished it off really well. And Tom Fowley, uh, is, is, again, finished it brilliantly. Showed real pace to get outside um, his opposition winger, which was Marlon Jard, and steps Nick Evans with ease. Nick Evans didn't really want to know about that. So both really good tries, and Tom's done very well in the last few weeks to earn that uh, recall into the under-20s and hopefully he'll get off the bench and, uh, and showcase what he can do to the England selectors this, uh, this evening. And Mike, for the first time this season, there's no rugby to look ahead to uh, for this weekend. We've got a couple of weekends off as the LV Cup semi-finals and finals take place. But as we've rightly mentioned at the top of this show, really big couple of weeks for London Irish. Lots of games at the Medeski Stadium. You know, we really need the supporters to get behind us, starting with the 28th uh, of March, the St. Patrick's Party. It'll be your first St. Patrick's Party. What have you heard and what are you most looking forward to about this event? Uh, I've heard most about how much of an incredible event it is. Obviously, always a great atmosphere, close to a sellout crowd. The, the village looks like it's going to be great, lots of live music and things. So for me, I'm just really looking forward to getting down there and seeing, seeing 
the and feeling the atmosphere around the Medeski with that many people there cheering on cheering on Irish and just having a great day. And obviously for a special game like this, there's always a St Patrick's Party jersey. What are your thoughts on? Uh, firstly, congratulations, you put the video together for all of our supporters out there who didn't know that. But uh, what do you think of the green and black? together and how it's all come together as a St. Patrick's Party jersey. I like it. The concept going into it when we made the video was a blending together of the green and the black shirt, so hopefully that concept came across in the video. Um, and I like it. I think it's nice to tie the two shirts two shirts together um, and hopefully all the supporters will agree that it's a very good looking shirt for a fine occasion. And the visitors this year in Newcastle really turned a corner. They've had the, uh, the new artificial 4G surface laid at, at Kingston Park. And with Dave Walder coming in to be their attack coach, they've really changed their philosophy of how they play rugby. And uh, really expansive game. They've got some real threatening outside backs. We've got Cicino at 12. They've got Sinotti Sinotti on the wing with Tuolagi. And they've got Tom Catterick, who, who is a winger, playing at 10 and really pulling the strings nicely. They're going to pose a real challenge for London Irish. They will. And as you said, that the, the new 4G pitch down there is, you know, in a way, Forsen's playing a more expansive, wide-running game, which is which is paying off well for them not not many other teams have that pitch consistently and have the opportunity to play such width regularly um, so it is going to be a challenge obviously one place behind Irish in the table uh, in the premiership so it'll be an interesting battle to see who can whether Irish can extend their lead or Falcons will be looking to try and leapfrog them so there's there's still plenty to play for even though you know they're not up there fighting for the fighting for the top spots and the key thing for Glenn Delaney as head coach is selection dilemmas. We've got the likes of Fergus Mulcrone and Topsy Ojo who'll be back from injury. Do you see them coming straight back in or do you see the likes of Fowley and uh, Owen Griffin who have done very well re- retaining their places and also up front we've got, we've got some, some guys coming back from, from injury as well? Well I certainly don't envy the coaching staff from that point of view. Um, when those injuries did happen players were players were moved up moved up the list on who's going to be starting and the likes of Fowley especially have really put their hand up and put put in lots of good performances one after the other so I, I don't think it will be a case of right top CEOs fit or Fergus McCrone's fit they're going straight back in they're going to have to go out there on the training pitch and prove that they're the ones who should be wearing the shirt on what will be an, an incredible occasion and that's what Glenn Delaney is all about Re- reputation really does count for nothing it's always picked on form uh, and the following week 5th of April Easter Sunday Possibly the biggest game London Irish have played for, for six years. The European Home Challenge Cup quarterfinal, Edinburgh Rugby, the visitors. Huge, huge occasion, huge game. A lot on the line for London Irish. Yeah, massively, as you said, first knockout rugby that London Irish have been involved in for six years in Europe. So, And it's a very ambitious group of players here at the moment and they want to finish this season with something to shout about. And this European campaign picked in, they were drawn in the toughest pool, they've come out on top of it, given themselves the best platform they can to push on into the competition. And now it's just going to be a case of putting in good performance against Edinburgh. And once you're on a cup run, then who knows what could happen. And it's going to be an outstanding day. Tickets are on sale, kids for a pound as well, so great value. Easter Sunday, there's no other place to be than the Medeski Stadium. Um, and finally, Mike. We can't finish the show without touching on the Six Nations. And there's a couple of big games this weekend. Obviously, France play Italy on Sunday uh, in the continental battle of the Six Nations. Um, But tomorrow afternoon, two massive games, starting in Cardiff with Wales versus Ireland. Wales have really turned a corner. They always, whenever they start badly in their first game, they always come back strongly. And Ireland looking very formidable going into a going into a World Cup later this year. They're looking very strong. Where do you see that one going? Um, for me, with that on the big 
the big case going into it is whether Sexton will be fit. I think he is the linchpin to that Irish side. They're a very good side across the board. But the but Sexton is the one who holds it all together for them. So now that he's fit, I can't see I can't see Wales pulling it off. Um, I did think originally that the way the Welsh have gone, especially coming off the back of a win in Paris, um, that they'll be the ones who who clinch at the end. But now that Sexton's in the starting lineup and is fit, if he can stay fit, then I think he'll prove the difference between the two sides. And five o'clock kickoff, Twickenham Calcutta Cup. Blair Cowan will get his first taste at Twickenham in a Scottish jersey. Jeff Cross on the bench as well. Can the Scots cause an upset? Uh, I I don't think so. I think England have been looking looking strong. They wanna they wanna put some wrongs right from their last time out against Ireland. Um, but Scotland have promised a lot, and hopefully they can start proving what they've got. They've got incredible firepower outside. Van Cottle's a brilliant coach, and if they can get everything working at the same time, then they they could be anyone on their day. And it was disappointing. They obviously their last encounter they. They lost at home to Italy, but and obviously Blair Cowan expressed that disappointment when he was back last week. But they've been so good in the opening two games. They really could have turned over the French in Paris. And, you know, unlucky, little errors crept into their game and Wales exploited that uh, in Edinburgh a few weeks ago. But it's such a close competition. It really is, you know, a bit like the Premiership. Any team can upset any other team on their day. Yeah, definitely. And I think you go back to that um, Scotland-Wales game, they... They they should have won it really. They scored the try, two seconds left on the clock, and a little scuffle broke out, which which killed the clock and stopped the game going any further. So, you look at those games in particular and how close they were, and all the games how close they were to getting a victory. It's just about going one step further for them and getting a win on the board. Well, perfect. Well, thank you very much all for listening. That's all we have time for on this edition of the Blarney Podcast. We'll see you again next week. Just remember, there's not long to go until the St Patrick's Party or the European Quarter Final. So make sure you. Visit our website for all the details on how you get your tickets. Thank you for listening to The Blarney, the official London Irish podcast.